Welcome back to the Collecting Scars podcast and welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. I hope you guys have had an amazing 2022. It was quite the year for me. It was involved with a lot of travel and a lot of work and a lot of harder lessons. If this podcast sounds a little bit scatterbrained, it probably is. I had a concussion recently. Unfortunately, this year came with a lot of minor injuries that kind of just got in the way over time, and they weren't from anything specific, no specific blows to it. It was literally just overuse injuries from like doing so many different things. So, excuse me. So I'm kind of resting at the end of the year, and I'm hoping to start the new year off very strong. I have a lot of goals, and I can already tell it's going to be a crazy year just based off of certain job opportunities that have come up, and yeah, I'm preparing myself for it. It's going to be busy, I can tell, but I'm so excited. I couldn't, I can't wait. Um, So yeah, I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about how to have the best year ever. And the reason why I feel qualified to tell you this is because every year since I have moved to LA, each year has gotten better and better. And I think it's because I have taken these certain tips into my lifestyle and I've been able to create a better reality for myself each and every year because I get crystal clear on what I want and how I want to embody things and I just show up as that person. So I'm going to get into more detail on what we need to do and how we need to have a good year. And yeah, let's just declare right away, 2023 is going to be our year. We're going to have a great year. I'm, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for myself. <laughs> uh, first things first, you want to get crystal clear on what your goals actually are and what they represent. So when you want something specific, like let's say you want to make $10,000 in a month or whatever it is. You have to ask yourself, why? Why do you want that? It can't just be like, oh, yeah, I want that, you know, just because you have to see what it actually is that you're looking for. What feeling is it that you want? Most of the time when people are trying to create abundance or money or whatever, it's because they want freedom. They want to be able to do whatever it is they want whenever they want. And $10,000 in a month is a great way to do that because that usually means that you can pay for your rent or your mortgage or whatever else it may be, and then you have money left over to do those things. So when you're thinking about what the goal is, make sure you're asking yourself what the root of it is really and see if it actually aligns with who you want to be. So for me, um, oh, what was I going to say here? I have no idea. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say the next thing you want to do is you want to ask yourself who do I have to be in order to have that goal happen? And you need to start showing up as that person. So let's say one of your goals is to get in the best shape of your life. What would that person do every day? Would that person plan ahead with their meals? Would they cook homemade meals? Would they go to the gym? Would they go for a walk and listen to a podcast? What is it exactly that this person would do to create that life and then you start showing up as that and that is slowly how you create goals and I also want to throw away the idea of expectations that things should be a certain way you need to just ease into things and understand that there is a greater plan there and understand that things take time you don't want things to just happen immediately anyway you want to actually go through these things and just improve one percent every day and that is how you can create more for yourself in the long run So for me personally, I love to create vision boards and make lists of the things that I'm trying to call in. I think that is a really good way to get clear. So if you guys haven't already done something like that, highly recommend. 
I just went to a vision board party yesterday. It was so much fun. And we just sat there and we cut out things from magazines. And I was surprised actually on what ended up on mine because I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted exactly. Of course, there's some work goals that I have and there's some things like with my relationship with Richard and all of that. But I think um, what kind of came out for me was that I wanted to make sure that I'm showing up more as my authentic self and allowing myself to dip into all the things that I'm not quite good at yet and like improve my weaknesses felt like a really big deal for me. And also I wanted to get rid of injuries. I wanted to feel better. So I think that's a really important thing for me. And then I also just wanted things that felt like luxury in my life. So, you know, more random vacations to cool places and whatever else. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think making a vision board is just a great way to uh, figure out things that you want. I actually created a vision board last year and I don't always do it at the beginning of the year and stuff. Just friends of mine are like, Hey, let's have a vision board party. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so, uh, last year I made a vision board back in the end of 2021 and a lot of the stuff from that ended up coming to fruition. Like I was so surprised at some of the random things that I put on there that ended up working out. Like it was insane. There was, uh, <laughs> just in a magazine, there was like a thing that said Star Trek and I put it on my vision board cause I was like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to work on Star Trek. And then I think two weeks later I got a call to come work on it. So just random things like that. They're really fun and it just allows you to have more magic in your life. It feels like. So I think this is one of the key things is understanding exactly what you want and why. And then the other thing that I'd like to say is when you're looking into your goal, and you ask yourself why that you want it, um, ask yourself, what is the feeling I'm trying to experience and where have I felt it before? This allows you to actually get into the state required to accomplish your goal because it understands like, oh, I've, I know this feeling, I've experienced it before. Like I know that this is very possible for me. So going back to that $10,000 thing, uh, and you're like, I want financial freedom or I just want freedom in general to be able to do what I want. Where have I felt that before? And then you can come up with all the ways in your life that maybe you got to go on vacation or whatever it is and you just got to live according to that lifestyle and it felt really good. So I think it's really important to remember that you have felt these things before. And then the next thing I would suggest is called a gratitude dump. I call it a gratitude dump. Um, as you guys have probably already heard, if you listened to this podcast before, I journal every morning pretty much. I mean, there are days where I skip it, but for the most part, I journal every single morning because it is something that I know feels really good for me. And you don't necessarily have to journal this, but it helps if you do. But I call it a gratitude dump basically you can start off looking at the things around you and writing why you're grateful for them. So <clears throat> one of the things that I enjoy personally is like, okay, with an eye shot, I have my cup of coffee. I am so grateful that I can have this time in the morning to journal my thoughts and drink my coffee and make a latte with my espresso machine. That feels like a real luxury for me. Uh, next to me, I have my phone. I'm so grateful that I can connect with whoever I want to in the work in the world at the touch of my hand. That's really amazing. And then I'm grateful for this view from my condo. It is so cool that I can see the mountains from this place and so on, so on. Basically, you just keep writing the things that you're grateful for and eventually it just spirals into being like, holy crap, I can't believe we exist. This is so cool. <laughs> 
So I think a gratitude dump is a really important thing. It helps you feel really good. At least it does for me. And I do this pretty often. Like I said, it can just be anything. I feel like a lot of people are doing gratitude journals now, and this is like a very trendy thing where they write three things that they're grateful for. And I think that's really cool, but I feel like if you can actually get deeper into the concept of why it's so amazing that you are able to experience what you experience or have what you have, it just gets so deep and <clears throat> you just feel full of love. Why not, right? Uh, the next thing I would suggest is reflecting often. So this is why I write every day. It allows me to figure out what I'm feeling exactly. It allows me to be, meet myself where I'm at and understand what I'm going through currently instead of just expecting that things should be a certain way. I think it's really important to look back on your month, look back on your week, look back on your year, and look back on your day even and see where you showed up at your best and where you showed up at your worst. I think these reflections are insanely important and they're going to help you move on with your life in a better direction. They're going to help you become more of who you really want to be because you're going to see all the things that you do prefer and all the things that you don't prefer. And then you can ask yourself questions like, how do I create more of what I do prefer? How can I be more present? How can I cook more homemade meals, whatever it may be. This is a really important thing and I do it all of the time. Uh, one of my favorite things to do actually is I reflect each month. There's a lot of different questions that I ask myself at the end of each month. Um, like what are my top 10 accomplishments? Uh, what could I have learned? Or no, sorry. What did I learn? <laughs> what could I have done better? These kinds of things. And they really help me get excited for the next month ahead. And then I also create some uh, like a manifestation list for each month. And these can be anything. Like one of them that I love putting down on there is get a free cup of coffee because you'd be surprised at how much this happens. <laughs> Just random little things like this, even like five, find $5. I don't know. You'd be surprised at how much this can come into your life. And then it creates this trust muscle knowing that you actually can create your reality in that way. So I love doing things like that. But then it's also just like one month this year, I wrote down <laughs> a goal of making a certain amount of money for the month and for the why. I literally just wrote, because I know I can, and I completely forgot about that goal, and honestly, that's what I do is I write down these things and I let it go, and then when I reflect on the month, I look back and see what actually did happen versus what didn't, and I was so surprised to find that that financial goal had come true. I was blown away because I just didn't really think about it the entire month and it made me really, really grateful because I'm doing a job that I love doing and it just felt really good. So I think this is a cool thing to do um, when you reflect on your month. You're just like, oh my gosh, like I did so much. You forget how much you actually do. So I highly recommend that. The next tip that I have is remove the word should from your vocabulary. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like a lot of people will come into their life and they'll be like, well, I should do this. I, I should I should be better. Like, I should have been further along by this age. I, I should be, like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't buy that. I, I should eat better. I should work out, this and that. And it just, it just sounds like an obligation. I think that if you can come at life removing those words 
you actually understand where you feel excited, first of all, instead of being like, well, I should do that. What do you really want to do? <laughs> what do you really want? And then figure that out and see if that's actually in alignment with what you're trying to achieve and what else. For the I should work out and I should eat better, remember that you are coming from a place where you are very lucky to be doing what you're doing. If should is in there and you're like, oh, I should work out, it just, it tells me that you're not very appreciative for, for what your body is capable of doing. There are some people that would love to work out and they can't do it. And I think it's really, really important to remember that we are so capable and we're in very good positions to be able to achieve whatever we want. So when you remove the word should and should not from your life, you would be surprised at how things improve. I probably stopped saying it back in like 2020 and I just, yeah, I feel like my life is just so much more exciting. I do what I want when I want. I, if I, if I have the word should come up, like should be doing that, I'm not going to do it automatically because I know that it's not something that I really, really want to be doing. Of course, there are things that you have to do that maybe you don't want to do, like doing the dishes, all that. But when that happens, I say to myself, wow, I'm really grateful that I have dishes to do. I'm very grateful that I can make a home-cooked meal. I'm grateful that I have the money to do that. I'm grateful that I have a husband to cook for. I'm grateful, whatever. All of these things come into play and it makes it so much easier to actually do the things like the dishes because you realize, wow, I have it so good. That's really amazing. <laughs> and I think the other thing I wanted to say is feel your feelings without judging them. This one is such a big deal. I struggled with this for so long. I love my family, but I grew up in a family that didn't really feel, if that makes sense. Like we didn't cry in front of each other. We didn't really show emotion at all. And so it was kind of hard for me as an adult to accept feeling emotions. Like if I was crying or if I was upset or something, I'd automatically assume that that was wrong, but it's not. I think we need to take a moment to recognize the feeling and where it came from and reflect on it. And then that energy passes so much quicker. I like if I'm having a tough feeling as I said before, I will journal and it will normally go away and I'm allowing myself to fully feel it. Like I'm writing why that person pissed me off or why I'm mad at myself and I don't judge it at all because this is normal feelings to have. So I just write them down or I just allow myself to like sit with it for a moment. I'm like, okay, why am I feeling this way? That's okay. It's a very valid feeling to feel. Thank you, feeling, for trying to keep me safe. This is my ego trying to keep me safe. It doesn't want me to venture into the unknown or whatever that may be. Sit with it. Feel it. Do not judge it. Let it pass. And then you'll feel better. It's, it's just really hard when we suppress feelings and then they come up later and we have maybe an explosive moment with our partner that we feel really terrible about or we just we can't feel we can't show up as our best selves. Like over time, if you suppress emotions enough, like you'll become depressed. So I would think that's a really, really important thing to work on. If you guys struggle with this at all, this is your year to get better at this. Um, and then along with that, I would say, take the time to feel out what feels exciting and act on it. There are so many things that I did this past year that have kind of triggered that for us. Like I remember it was a Monday morning and I went to coffee with Richard and I said, how about we go spend the night at Joshua Tree? And we both were excited by it. So we went and did it and it was a really amazing time. We had so much fun and 
we camped and we looked at the stars and we woke up the next morning, we drove home. And I think there's so many things that so many good things that can happen when you actually follow your excitement. You'd be so surprised at like, oh, I feel like going to the coffee shop right now. And you go to the coffee shop and you run into someone and then they put you forward for a job or whatever it may be. You'd be surprised at how often that happens. Truly, I live by my excitement every day. And I think it is probably the best thing that I've ever done for myself. And the last thing I am going to recommend for you guys is to just work on something every day that you're bad at. Try and improve something like a weakness of yours, whether it's having trouble looking at someone in the eyes or, <laughs> or if it's like, oh, I'm not very good at this type of movement. I want to like take time just 20 minutes a day to get better at it. Or you're wanting to, I don't know, you're wanting to like get better at piano or something. Just take 20 minutes every day to just do something that you're bad at, whether it's a pull-up or whatever it is. Choose something and just work on it. So these are my tips that I have for you guys. Obviously, there's so many more that we could go into. But for me personally, I would love to just start the year off with some basic things that everybody can do to improve their lives. And throughout this year, I'm going to be releasing more podcasts and talking about these things in, on deeper levels. And I'm so grateful that you guys push play today. Honestly, I could not be more stoked to be doing this podcast. Uh, podcast. Wow. <laughs> Could not be more excited to be doing this podcast and just be talking to you guys. It feels really good for me. And I've not been the best with it this past year. And that has a perfectly valid reason for that. I Life has been absolutely insane. And I know it's going to still be insane in this next year. But I do want to try my best to keep up with this and just kind of spread out the good vibes. So... Thank you guys so much for listening to this short podcast today. If you really liked it, please share it. Feel free to message me on Instagram at sydneyolson1 or you can email me at sydney at tempestfreerunning.com. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have an amazing year if you're listening to this on the 1st of January or maybe it's March, whatever it may be. Good luck and have a great year.